Hello, and welcome to the Scholars of the Nine Lore Podcasts. We are your hosts, iPsychonaut and Boney Mantella. Hello. We are members of the PC Legion of the Forsaken Brotherhood, known as the Brotherhood of the Nine. We are here to delve deep into the lore books of your favorite characters, weapons, and storylines from the past, present, and future. Um, this week, we're going to do a little bit of kind of piggybacking on last week. Um, one of the things that we had brought up last week was, you know, the stasis subclasses and what future ones might look like. Are you there, friend Boney? Yes, I'm just listening to you. Oh, no, I was going to, I was leaving that open for you to maybe chime in if you felt so. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're doing good so far. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, man. Um, as it stands, uh, we want to start off by going over our lore of the week, which is going to focus on this week, uh, the Necrotic Grips, one of the new exotic warlock items coming out of uh, Beyond Light. A personal one that I have yet to get but can't wait to get, but also how it kind of plays together with a... Um, some of the already existing items we have to kind of lead into what might actually be happening. So a lot of this kind of conversation is going to center, center around a video um, by Evan F. If those of you, I was not aware he was as popular a community poster, but he's pretty well established. Yeah, he's a good guy. I recommend watching his videos for those of you that don't. Yeah, this one is called Why Poison Will Be Next for Destiny. Um, honestly, I agree with the idea. I disagree with the word poison. One of my friends dropped a really good word for it, um, earlier today while we were raiding a deep stone crypt. Uh, they called it blight. It has that just like single syllable to the point, um, mm -hmm. just like arc void. You know, it's like, boom, it, this is it. Yeah. Gets to really to the point. And um, so that being said, again, let's go ahead and jump into reading our Necrotic Grip lore and then going into there, just getting a good discussion as to what it's probably pointing us to. Let me make sure I have it open. Wee. Don't you just love it when you come prepared for something and accidentally lose it? <laughs> yeah. Don't. Okay, here it is. Necrotic lore entry there it is love it okay what necrotic grip can i spell all right i'm gonna go ahead and start it's actually read as a series of logs so i'm gonna try to read it from the perspective of a person that's writing it so uh project two a uh, project day two I just got my first look at Artifact H349. It's heavier than expected. More than a few people questioned if we would even should study something such as a dire legacy. But if we can't understand our enemy's tools, then we leave ourselves as vulnerable to them. Project Day 5. Ran our first test of the artifacts. Let's call them necrotic properties. We used cattle. Uh, they were large enough to, to survive the initial discharge. The results have been upsetting. No more animal testing. Project Day 30. Spectral analysis is back, and it's got nothing. The artifact 
doesn't operate like traditional hive tech, which is our closest analog. A cult of deranged fanatics can mass-produce knockoffs, but we can't even tell you what it's made from. Project Day 31. We had an accidental discharge. Caro, lab tech over from 4B. Human, so this is going to be it for him. We've got someone staying with him as the corruption spreads. At the very least, there's so much more to study now, even as we watch his unfortunate deterioration. He's been babbling since his central nervous system got hit, saying, I'm reborn, or variations. I think, I think he almost sounds happy. Project Day 39. The Vanguard forbade a postmortem, but a few of us couldn't stomach the idea of Caro's sacrifice being in vain. The results have been insightful. Off the record, I kept a few of his samples. It almost feels like I'm having him around again. Project Day 41 We began the day with another moment of silence for our lost colleague. Too bad he's not around to appreciate it. Project Day 45 We kept thinking about H349 as a destroyer, but it's more sophisticated than that. I mean, with a normal gun, it's just boom, done. H349, on the other hand, is deadly, not destructive. Much like a viper, its bite doesn't bring about instant death. Instead, its venom cajoles. It co-ops your beating heart into a death clock, ticking down your last moments. Your own pulse kills you. Death may be slow and agonizing for its victim, but for the viper, time is an amenable trade for efficiency. Project Day 51. Yanev has been crying. A lot lately. We must accept that tragedies happen. It's a hard lesson to learn. Project Day 65. Another accidental discharge today. We realized that yours little creation is hungry, so we fed it more. It certainly performs in exchange. The activity is intriguing after it feasts. I've been able to follow Yanov's degradation with a more analytical mind than when we lost Karo. I have to say, the process is so... elegant. The science involved almost seems... poetic. It may be reproducible. Just imagine how much more I could have learned if the scanners were all active that time, at the time. Project Day 77 Another accidental discharge. This time, I ensured the scanners were running beforehand. Audio logs of the warlock and researcher Jana 14 salvaged after, after ex evacuation. That's a deep one, my friend. Yeah. <clears throat> Jeez, that's pretty good, actually. I enjoyed that. That's the first time I've ever listened to it or heard it. <clears throat> but, wow. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it goes through. And so it's like, first off, the big takeaway is that this gun, I mean, these grips were made by Dredge and Yor. Exactly. We're just going to hint to our next, or foreshadow our next topic in the podcast. Uh, which I really think is going to, again, uh, touch on the the properties of this blight. Like, if we recognize that, so we're, we're facing against the Witch Queen, the next expansion, 100%. Mm -hmm. We know yes. this. Um so we know we're going to be facing against the Hive, and we know Dredge and Yor is 
literally one of the biggest villains that we've ever faced. That was a guardian that went dark. Right. And utilized Hive Tech. Like, that's how we get Thorn. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, that gun is probably one of the most potent banes of our lives in PvP. Yeah, for sure. And then I know um, working with Thorn in conjunction with the Necrotic Rips, it creates this environment that it really just like this high levels of synergy. I believe, if I'm correct, if you actually get a kill with Thorn and you have the Grips equipped, it gets the Necrotic Explosion. Yes, it does. Crazy. OP almost. Almost. And one thing I wanted to say, like, just a couple things, like, I liked... um how they call them necrotic properties. So let's say Blight will have like these necrotic properties, which is what you're saying it, you know. I agree hundred percent. Yeah, Blight is like definitely like okay, keep on talking. You may have a couple of points. Oh no no okay. And then um another thing I wanted to say like um the artifact doesn't operate like traditional hive tech, which is our closest analog. So operate like traditional hive tech. So what would be like the traditional hive tech? What do you think that would be? And then like Compare that to, like, these necrotic grips. Okay. So I think kind of examples would be, like, how we talked about last week with, like, Touch of Malice, which I think okay. is kind of closer because it used the Hadium Flakes that were yeah. traditional. And Hive Tech is very much akin to magic. And and going back to, like, last week, the a lot of the theme with those Hive weapons were um, they're being alive, mm. you know? Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So maybe this isn't traditional because it's not living or something, per se. Ooh, I like that idea. But we know this is Hive Tech, so that is pretty neat in itself. And then I thought it was interesting how that um, guy kept on saying, I'm reborn, or variations thereof. Yeah, in the yeah, lore. yeah. And he almost sounded happy. So just like, that made me thinking, like, what if, like, Dredgen Yor had like uh, got that a sense of him into like his nervous system or whatever. Maybe like the the corruption or whatever. How they said in the <clears throat> he had like some type of that. You know what I'm saying? Mm, interesting theory. I hear what you're saying. Uh, yeah, like that's might have like whatever it was that was in these weapons was actually got inside of him and kind of like corrupted his mind. Right. And then like the last thing I wanted to say was like how like they brought up a uh, Lore's little. Yours little creation is hungry, so I just wanted to <clears throat> reinstate that. How like so this is like possible kind living of... weapon kind of a thing. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. But uh, do you have anything to add on it? Dude, I think you're absolutely on point with um the idea that these necrotic grips might be another aspect of that, you know, cuz correct me if I'm wrong like from a Mr. Last Wish uh, uh, aficionado over here, but aren't Ahamkara bones still pretty much, like, still kind of alive? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, I'd have to, like, double-check, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. Because, I mean, like, you got those um, two Ahamkara heads or whatever, like, that you can go visit in the Dreaming City mm-hmm. to get that uh, trinket and the other thing. Give, fuck, I don't know. I haven't been there since, like... Pre-Beyond Light. Which... Yeah, yeah, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But... Okay, because yeah. I was thinking about those things as well. It's like how sometimes in the Destiny universe, like, just because a thing is not is inanimate, 
doesn't mean it's not alive or have living properties or hungers in some way right form. like like we said last time touch of malice and uh kind of i think was essentially um housing the worm uh, oryx's hide i mean his worm like hmm. So it's like that's an actual like living thing inside of a weapon, and th again, these are this artifact, the the grips. It hungered. It desires to do this thing. It doesn't just desire to eat. It desires to poison. So that would make sense that if Dredgenior was corrupted by this thing, he would want to create things that would corrupt. Right, and like it, they, how it said it was like deadly and not destructive, like a viper. Yeah, exactly. If it was destructive, it would just destroy that thing and be done with it. But right. if it's deadly, it can infect it and maybe infect other things. Because if you think about it, once you die from the infection, you explode and you spread the infection. Yeah. Like, that's like the effect that Necrotic Grips brings I... to the table. And you can, like, see it, because, like, isn't it, like, if you, like... I know, I remember watching this in the trailer, like, they punched, like, a bunch of Thrall and, like, the, the poison spread it out through them or whatever mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know so like i i could see where you're getting at like it's, the corruption spreads and so something else that um was in the video that i had mentioned earlier um by evan f was he had brought up the fact that stasis is unique in the sense that it's the only kind of physical like physical um ability subclass like all your other grenades you know they have shields or you know they have like a, a a bomb or something like that or your bow or something but it's never like an actual like physical thing you can interact with you throw a stasis grenade you create a wall like it's a physically interactive wall i could imagine blight being something along the lines of a cloud like, either visibility, like, if you can see, like, a hunter's smoke grenade where it's, like, all of a sudden you can't see through it anymore. Yeah. Or, but maybe he can kind of a thing. Or, alternatively, um, poison gas, too. It's like, you're, it's like, you're going to have a space where you're going to have to go through it and it's going to be poison gas and you get ticks just by going through it. Right. Or, like, maybe, like, a little poison trap, kind of like a landmine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. Just no, throwing no. out ideas. <laughs> yeah, no, I, th I think you're. that's not a bad place either. And just trying to think about, like, all the, like, supers and things like that. Like, we saw the Titan Ice Fist. Um, you could easily see um, maybe, like, a poison bubble or something like that. Yeah, kind of like a big dome of poison. But, like, not that big. <laughs> or maybe it's just, like, a cloak that follows the, the Titan around and it runs, yeah, like, it runs like behind Yeah, like a aura or some Yeah, shit. exactly. And it's not, like, in front of them or anything like that, but it's, like, trails behind them. So it's, like, they're charging mm -hmm. kind of a thing. That'd be interesting to see. And, and I'm also interested to see how they choose to implement, like, we got the, the stasis uh, weapons. So we're going to see more of those, I'm sure. Like, we're going to see more um, darkness weapons. Yeah, and then I'm sure when, like, Witch Queen comes out, and if we do have Blight as a subclass, we will have Blight weapons as well, which will be interesting. You know, maybe they will bring back, like, some of those guns we talked about last week, like your Touch of Malice as a Oh Blight my god, weapon, that know? would be so cool! Oh, that would be so cool! Oh my gosh! Oh, that would be, I would, I would, I would literally freak the fuck out for like five to ten minutes. I'd probably be like getting on Discord telling everybody, I know, <laughs> oh, well, don't touch the light, it's coming back, it's gonna be a black weapon, ah! Freaking out. And then I can only imagine how fun that raid is gonna be, you know?
I apologize. I accidentally unplugged my mic. I didn't hear what you had what you had to said. And I just said I can only imagine how fun that next raid's going to be during for Witch Queen or whatever, you know? Agreed. Well, I mean, this raid has been on point. I can imagine mm-hmm. that there's a lot to take away from what they've learned in the past couple of years. That if they're going to do um, the Witch Queen right, like they've all the mistakes that they may have made. Which I mean, there are, people have their criticisms of of where the gameplay is at, where some of the weapons are at. But if there's something Beyond Light has done perfectly, it's the lore. Like, yeah. I wouldn't say perfectly. They've done a really damn good job with it. Yeah, and like with this Necrotic Grip, for example, like I never even cared about reading this lore on this because like I don't play Warlocks. I don't know why I'd want to. Mm-mm, but mm-mm. after you reading this, I want to hop in my Warlock right now and just like fuck some stuff up with yeah, my necrotic grips with the you know? grips i'm gonna literally take that into um iron banner is i'm gonna be taking i'm gonna take it into control for days uh iron banner thorn uh, necrotic grips thorn heck yeah like give me those deeps for days free little mini wall hacks if i randomly happen to hit you with ticks that's the best it, part about thorn geez yeah and and that's so cool how like I don't know if it was intentional or not, but like how these uh, exotics, Thorn and Necrotic are like so cohesive together, you know? Actually, I do think that that was actually intended. Like they did intend that. And I, I really like that a lot. Like, I, 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 honestly, I'm not going to lie. I like the concept of the grenade, the, uh, the stasis grenade launcher. I hate the execution of it. I don't like that gun. I don't like no, using that gun. I think like that should have been like I don't like how it just makes like one little small little yeah, it should make a ice big chunk. Toy. It should make like right, yeah, like a dome almost. Not like extent of a zone dome, but like, you know, at least like a void or a grenade. Smaller, smaller than a rift. It, it could be smaller than a rift and I'd be happy with that. Yeah, and you shouldn't have to, like, hit them. It could just, like, shoot, like, in front of them or something and freeze, well, it's like... It's a grenade. It should be, like, a small little AOE around it. Right. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> and then it would be cool if you could change, like... You know how, like, when it shoots, it's just, like, the fucking glacier grenade? What if you shoot it and it could change to, like, a dusk field or, like, a cold snap grenade? You know? Oh. Oh, bro. Like, oh, my God. Holy shit. So what if... <laughs> what if your exotic weapon changed its grenade based off of your subclass grenade like like, yeah. like you're saying like you could change it's like oh i have a different or, grenade or if we had like a, a an exotic weapon that would change damage to whatever subclass we were wearing we, we, we had on whether it be dark or light Ooh, interesting that would probably be something i could see once we have all three of our darkness subclasses because obviously there's going to be three um, yes I think that'd be interesting to have like a just how we have like the was it Polaris Lance the one that cycles between the three, uh, and then you have like the Osmosis perk that the gun sw- it's a kinetic weapon that switches its damage based off of your most recently thrown grenade type. Is that graviton? I don't know. I don't use pulses. No, uh, it's there. I don't remember the name of it, but there is a uh, a weapon. That it switches if as you if you hold reload it switches from arc to solar to void. Well, there's a couple like that. You got borealis, I know. Borealis um, is one I was thinking about. Too. Hard, light. hard light, hard light. That's the one I was thinking That's about. That's the one. You're thinking yeah, about. and then there was also, but I'm um, also staying to the point. The the perk osmosis, like the one that literally, if you have a stasis grenade that you throw, I haven't 
excuse me, I haven't tested this, but does it switch to stasis damage? I haven't tested that either. That'd be that's interesting. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely before next week we're probably gonna have this figured out. But, right. Yeah. Because um, I think I have a. I think the uh, new uh, raid has given me um, one or two weapons with uh, osmosis. Yeah, maybe it'd be just like the new weapons only type of deal too. If it do, does work. It'd be interesting. But regardless, I think that's a, an interesting space to consider, especially since, you know, um, stasis weapons are so rare. If you can get a weapon with osmosis to become stasis, that'd be very, very interesting to see how that works. Probably not. That might be a pipe <laughs> dream. That might be a pipe dream. But it'd be interesting to see how that works, regardless. Um, but uh, as it stands, I, I think that's a good place for us to go ahead and chip things back over to our, our friends at the uh, Forsaken uh, Brotherhood podcast uh, main show. Um, is there anything else you want to touch on on the subject of Blight, Necrotic Grips, or Thorn, or anything along those lines? Um, nah, I mean, Thorn, you know, made by um, Dredge and Yor or whatever. I'd, I don't really got much to add. I mean, darkness, yay, hive. <laughs> I don't know. As stands, I think we, we, we got everything pretty good on point. Yeah, we, you know, we, we really hit all the, the nail good, on the head. Exactly. I mean, if we're going to get Dark Guardians, obviously Dredgen Yor is obviously one of the first. So his weapons and his legacy are going to inform what that's going to look like. You know, what if, like, you know how we made that pack or whatever to either, like, be loyal to the drifter or to the vanguard oh, what yeah. if we have to do that to like dredge and or like zavala you know and let's say like the veil or like um fucking the hive magic somehow bring cade six back and he's like uh like a vanguard per se for like the darkness so then you got like um zavala ikora on one side and then on the other side you got the the cade six um darkness or whatever maybe with dredge and your I don't know. I just, I'm just saying all hypothetical. Okay, you so know, here's, this is cool. the way I see it rolling out. This is the way I see the, the lore rolling out. So we've had um, characters in the trailer that I think are going to be our dark vanguard, as it were. Our darkness vanguard. So we have on the light side, Zavala, Ikora, and we've lost our friend Cade Six, RIP. Uh, replacing him is the crow and then from there we have our darkness vanguard for titans um we have our good old gambito bandito friend the drifter for warlocks we have our three-eyed green maiden eris morn a green air green eyed a three-eyed green moon maiden <laughs> i'd like to call her moon maiden moon maiden all right yeah aris morn and then um for hunters we have our stasis friend um elsie bray the stranger uh-huh because she's mastered stasis, Eris Morn will master blights. The blights and then, for sure. And I'm sure the last one's going to be some kind of taken thing that the drifter's going to master. Right. And you know, maybe we'll get Marasov back by then. Maybe. Maybe. Because she's been in the the her ascendant realm. 
for a minute, and it has that has something to do with the taken power anyway. Yeah. So maybe she helps us unlock that shit. Ooh, interesting. Maybe. Oh, well, that's a good that's a good perspective on where the future might take us, my friend. I think that's a a nice little uh way to leave it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, until next time, my friends, uh, be safe, stay healthy. For sure. All you guys. Ha, ha, ha.